only podcast where every week we police the mean streets of the internet because hey somebody's got to do it and then we let you be the judge the jury and the executioner in the court of public opinion coming to you live from neo chicago i'm officer kevin and i'm officer grant how the hell are you, Grant? Good. It's it's it really is good to be back doing this. I feel like when I'm not partaking in this podcast on a weekly basis that I am a man with no identity. I just sort of you know, drag myself from place to place as an unconscious being and then I then I call myself Officer Grant and it's like I'm I'm back online. Yeah, this is our first recording as of 2021. I know I said things would get better. Um, they've actually gotten quite fucking idiot. Yeah, uh, bad take. Uh, sorry, everybody. This is personally all only your fault. It is. I want to do the right thing. I want to come forward. I want to claim responsibility for this and say, I'm sorry. I'll do better next year. All right. Uh, we're recording remotely again this week, just playing it safe, um, you know, because I was uh, traveling for the holidays. We figured, you know what, this year has been going a little crazy already. Let's not get sick. So this week uh, we're doing what we do. We did it at the beginning of quarantine. We're recording remotely. But you know what, we're back and perhaps better than ever. We'll find out. Hey, we'll see. Don't don't write us off yet. Uh, let's right. give a quick thank you to our guest from last time, Jade Benoit. Thank you, Jade. Canadian comedian. And let's give a warm welcome to a brand new guest to the program. That's right. I'm talking about Tristan A. Smith. How the hell are you, Tristan? Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm doing okay. I guess if you guys are the thought cops, am I just like the actor in the ride along? Is that how this works? I just, something like yeah, that. Yeah. There is a whole lore to this that is loosely based off Carmen Sandiego that <laughs> isn't entirely fleshed out, but there are titles and positions and a lot of paperwork to be filed out. So we'll figure that out off Mike. Uh, but Tristan, you're a very <laughs> funny Chicago comedian. Uh, as I've asked a lot of the other comedians we know during the quarantine, how have you been staying sane and how have you been staying busy? Uh, you know, I try to um, try to embezzle from work wherever I can. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to that, I suppose um, I, I, I've, I've I've not been doing a ton of comedy. I think that's been decently good for me. I instead have been working on exercise. I, uh, okay. I try to walk about five, six miles a day. Very nice. Nice. And I got, I got to a thousand miles in, in, uh, in the year. 
Awesome. Uh, yeah, pretty. Yeah, that, that which is if you knew me and like you know sort of my feelings on fitness, that's uh, remarkable considering you know what I was doing before this. So I'm, I'm pretty happy with myself. You're a natural Vanessa Carlton. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, I, I, I feel like that's a common uh, trend amongst a lot of people who are like, yeah, I, I, uh, I stopped doing comedy so much and I turned my life around. Yeah, precisely. It uh, turns out comedy wasn't the thing holding me back. There's, there's probably a lot of stuff, but at least it's, 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 it's one barrier down. Yeah, I hear you. It's just like, you know, it's, it's time consuming and, you know, it's, um, you know, I, I do miss the stand-up scene. You know, we've, we've been kind of doubling down on this however best we can as we're staying sane during quarantine. Um, but has there been anything else you're uh, working on in the meantime? Anything you're looking forward to? Anything you miss in particular? Uh, gosh, um, I've done, yeah, I don't know if there's much I'm forward to. Uh, I'm, I'm buying an exercise bike again. I can't okay. imagine this is uh, a thing anybody, like, is on pins and needles about with me. Uh, <laughs> um uh, I don't know. Um, I hope to uh, steal everything I own, or sorry, steal yeah, steal everything I, I own in the future. Yeah, that's uh, that's my goal. Yeah, that's that's a move I hear. Yeah, I probably shouldn't confess that to two cops. So <laughs> I've already made a we're, pretty big mistake. We're the good guys, uh, says every cop. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, we're only we're only uh, interested if you say like uh, doggo on Twitter, and we're like yeah. you know we're, we're we're interested in cringe content basically, and otherwise we don't really care. Right. Perfect. Well, I know we've been uh, interacting somewhat back and forth. I, we we've probably crossed paths a couple times at like a couple open mics and stuff. But I know you've been pretty active on like Twitter and on the uh, children's platform TikTok, as I have also been. Correct. So. Yes. I, uh, I honestly like that's really like I've gained an affection for Grant because of TikTok. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, yeah, because legitimately, I I don't know that I've ever like like really formally been introduced to you. I don't know that I've ever shaken your hand or anything. Um, so yeah, you, you've been the wild card um, in this whole, like when I've listened to episodes uh, and now I feel like I kind of know you at least to a degree, like you seem to be like at least moderately not racist. Um, and, <laughs> Thank you. And, um, <laughs> and reasonably funny based on your TikTok presence. I appreciate uh, so that, that's, um Yeah. Honestly, that is a compliment, even though it didn't sound right. <laughs> I'll, I'll take what I can get. Yeah, so uh, thank you for uh, uh, for being human. Hey, I'm I'm doing my best here. We're all doing our best, but uh, you got a couple videos and stuff that I think are also entertaining and stuff like that. Like we're following each other and whatnot. And yeah, thank you. That's very nice of you to say. Of course. And Kevin, I don't have anything kind to say about you. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> At this point in time, I'll take it. Yeah, it's better than nothing, really. That's true. Uh, speaking of better than nothing, um, hey, follow us on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash thoughtcops. The typical regular schedule is Wednesdays and Sundays from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, along with the podcast, we took a little break for a couple of weeks, but we will be back and, like I said, perhaps better than ever. We'll see. Uh, so, yeah, give us a follow or, you know, come hang out. It's pretty low-key, loose. It's a good time. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. We're trying to put out a lot more YouTube content lately. A lot of podcast highlights. Uh, we got a lot of our other videos on the channel. Um, all sorts of stuff. So yeah, just search for Thought Cops on YouTube and uh, subscribe because the more the merrier. Yeah, just Google, Google us and click all those links. Yes. Yeah. 
That's really all you need to do. No virus guarantee. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> that's a that's a lofty claim. Yeah, go ahead and uh, turn off the turn off the ad block. Turn off the. Uh, uh, malware protection and uh, click on everything that says thought cops and you will be rewarded handsomely. Yeah. And uh, hit that. Uh, what, what's it called? The uh, I'm feeling lucky button. <laughs> Just type in <laughs> thought cops and then a bl- uh, any other word after that and click. I'm feeling lucky. Just see where it takes you. Uh, speaking of feeling lucky, let's get to the very favorite, very famous segment of the show. That's right. I'm talking about two minutes of hate, as our uh, dear friend IO Netrunner would say. Uh, two minutes of hate, where we like to blanket punish all that annoying shit. That's right. I'm not saying crap anymore. It's 2021. Uh, I'm saying shit now. Um, yeah, if anyone's earned it, I think you have. Yeah, I've been yeah, doing this yeah. for long enough. I'm, I'm angry. That's right. I'm saying it. Uh, all this annoying shit that we see on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, if you're still doing that. Uh, TikTok, I guess I got to say. Uh, my two minutes of hate this week is this trend. I've actually seen more on YouTube is the fake anti-piracy warnings on video games. Uh, I know I, I've been posting some of these in the Discord and I've seen a few other people doing it as well. Uh, there was this very convincing... Um, So basically, if you've ever tried to play a game that was pirated or downloaded illegally, once in a while, like a message will come on the screen, you know, they'll recognize it's pirated software, won't play on your hardware kind of thing. So there was a very convincing one and very creepy one from a Mario Party DS where somebody put this up and it was like, of course, like this is a game nobody ever talks about. It seemed very obscure. And right. real, perhaps, where it was at this like video where the game would just completely glitch out and then show like all the characters behind bars, and it's like, turn off the game now. This is a <laughs> stolen copy, destroy the cartridge. And I was like, it, everybody in the comments, including myself, like fell for it. I'm like, oh, this is like an elaborate, you know, elaborate way to uh, dissuade people from pirating software and you know, potentially traumatizing children who uh, may or may not have an accidental copy of said pirated software. Right. Uh, So a lot of people were sharing the link around being like, yeah, this is really weird. And like, you know, they went through the extra measure of having this like creepy thing get triggered in the game, you know, kind of thing. And then more and more of these started to pop up on YouTube where it was like a lot of, uh, other games, like, you know, it, it seemed more apparent that they were fake and it was like a, a new meme or like an online trend, basically. I think Starlet Alpha in our Discord posted one that was like of Super Mario World, which there was no anti-piracy shit for Super Mario World. And it was just like, you turn on the game and it's just an island that says no. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just like exactly. the lowest effort shit. And that's a, that's the kind of thing we're looking at here. And then, like like I said, now it's a meme. Uh, somebody posted one in the Discord again. It was like an American Dad anti-piracy DVD warning where it was like somebody's posting like the American Dad DVD menu like looping over. And then it just like cuts to like, this is a pirated DVD. The police are now being called. Yada, yada. And it's like, now I feel stupid for falling for it in the first place. Yeah, it's dumb. But I want to say the first one was, again, very convincing. And then once uh, once more and more started to pop up again, when they started to turn to things that were a little more ridiculous, um, 
you know, it, it just became like a lazy, uh, you know, this is how to get popular online kind of thing. The only people that should be making these are funny people. That's it. Yeah, Nobody I else. agree. Yes. Uh, so yeah, uh, people who are uh, not funny and making this kind of thing. And again, it was very convincing. Um, uh, my, my punishment to you is, uh, the next time you boot up your software to make one of these, an anti-piracy warning will come up on your no doubt, uh, jailbroken copy of Adobe Premiere. And, uh, I show up to your door and arrest you. Trite. Yes. But it works. Uh, Tristan, two minutes of hate, man. Uh, what's off? Get something off your chest. You know, I know we've all been cooped up and on the internet way too much. And like we were talking about off mic earlier, uh, every day there's something new. So lay it on us. Alrighty. Um, yeah, sure. There's, uh, my two minutes of hate is, uh, twofold. So, uh, I guess, um, generally I dislike anyone who, uh, I find less funny than me that's doing better than me online. So that's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> always got time for that jealousy. Oh, uh, yeah. But then in addition to that specifically, um, what I really dislike, uh, is that whenever I see like a, a post go viral specifically on Twitter, um, like, you know, there'll be like the, the, you know, the viral statement that was made or whatever. And then under it, there'll be a lot of these, uh, the thread will continue with a bunch of different advertisements, uh, from that person of like the same couple of products. It'll be like, you know, plush animals or, uh, cool lights i guess <laughs> um I, just, I know it yeah mm-hmm. yeah and i it just i don't know that's remarkably annoying to me for because it's it's the exact same products and also it makes me wonder a couple of things like did the did these companies reach out to this person as soon as the tweet became viral and then like i guess promise them money for promoting uh, you know their shitty products or did this person know that <laughs> that they would have a viral tweet like they had it locked in the chamber and then the second it sort of popped off they're like all righty let me uh let me fire off this thing about uh plush pokemon uh figurines mm-hmm. yeah. and i don't know it's just um uh it's just weird i just don't like it like I, yeah i don't like i wish i had stronger <laughs> word choice for that but it's just it's annoying yeah, Ka- to see cashew in the chat brings up another one green tea face masks yes right. yes the yeah, all products I- that i feel like no one actually is buying I think that because uh, I've I've seen someone post about this, and I I believe that a company, if you have a viral tweet, that certain companies will reach out to you. So I th- I think the second thing that you said is correct, but I I'm not a hundred percent sure. I've I've never been blessed with one. So same. Uh, um, yeah, the only Grant, uh, if they if they approached you for one of your TikToks to advertise, would you? Uh, I, I don't know how that works on TikTok. On Twitter, it it depends. It depends greatly. I also feel like I don't I don't post things that are of like that anybody wants to thing that like I don't post things that are like widely applicable to a mainstream audience. Like I think the last thing that I tweeted that went viral was my joke tweet about uh all the people that broke into the Capitol said in Minecraft before entering. So naturally law enforcement can't do anything about it. They're not going to approach me over that tweet. Like it's not, it's not good. (laughs) You know? Yeah. I will say that was pretty, that was too idiosyncratic for me to even latch on (laughs) to. Yeah. It's for the terminally online uh, folks and those who want to, yeah, no more. So yeah, Tristan, if you could punish these folks who are uh, selling out, basically. Yeah, I, I, you know, like ever since, you know, I, I started listening to this podcast and like was imagining myself in these circumstances, I've always sort of wondered how I would punish. Um, and the only thing that really comes to mind 
our medieval torture. Uh, so okay. I guess uh, either they have Why? a choice, either uh, burned at the stake or raked over coals. I guess that's a dealer's choice. Yeah, you know, at the very least, I mean, yeah, if you're gonna get a draconian punishment, you get like a little bit of a, a little bit of leeway there. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's the humane thing to do. Thank you. De- definitely humane. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, keeping it humane, Grant, what do you got for us? All right. Um, I I have found, um, as I'm sure many of us have, um, a lot of us have been tuned into a uh, the unraveling of a, a new conspiracy theory. And uh, people here, you know, people hear you say conspiracy theory. They're like, what are you talking about? QAnon? What are you talking about? Obamagate? Vaccines causing autism? Is that what you're talking about? Are you talking about flat earth? Are you talking about uh, the conspiracy of Jeffrey Epstein killing himself or not? What are you talking about? Are you talking about Sandy Hook was a was a hoax? Is that what you're talking about? No, no. This is this is a real conspiracy. Okay, um, and not not a lot of people I don't think are aware of it. But it's it's I must have seen some of these photos before. But this guy on Twitter at Saint underscore porgy uncovered this this vast conspiracy of liam neeson pissing himself in public and i i can't believe he's gotten away with this for so long and i don't Wait, know whether that's be uh so i put a link in the discord chat um of of this if if you go to um it, the guy's username is saint underscore porgy jesus was a juggalo is his username um, and you search Liam Neeson, there's 20 separate <laughs> photos of Liam Neeson pissing himself in public. And it's like, I, I must have seen one or two of these before, and maybe I just forgot, but there's a lot. And I don't know whether or not to be disgusted or disturbed or feel bad for him. I don't know what's causing this, if he has some sort of like incontinence problem or if he just has a really bad drinking problem or if he's just probably like, yeah. it's certainly alcohol. There's no, yeah, there's. There's no world. This is as someone who used to work at a bar as a bouncer and right. a bartender. This is very much you look at his face. It's alcohol. I want to shout out somebody in the replies made a calendar of these. Uh, Liam P- Liam Peace in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> and I just it's like he's he's posing for these photos. Like people walk up to him and they look at him in his face and they're like, "That's Liam Neeson." And then they look down and they're like he's very clearly pissed himself and then they take a photograph with him and he like poses for these photographs and i, I still shake the man's to, hand I, what if he wasn't drunk what if he was just doing that voluntarily <laughs> like if he just like this is this is how i say hi to my fans that, that's <laughs> alpha as fuck <laughs> or it's like performance art he's just like i'm gonna carry around a water bottle with me and anytime somebody or it, it could be actual piss but regardless like anytime someone wants to take a photo with me i'm gonna do this and i'm just gonna see what happens and you look at these people that are taking photographs with them and they're all smiling they're all happy to see them and it's just like how did how how has this been happening for so long? Honestly, like, if it's intentional, I think he's 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 now like a Gallagher style comedian, and maybe possibly the best all comedian in the world. And that, that that seems like a lot of credit for something that seems like he's probably just wasted as fuck, right? And if <laughs> well, there was that one skit on one of Ricky Gervais's four hundred TV shows that he's had, um, where. Th- if if anybody remembers this, Ricky Gervais was like 
pitching Liam Neeson like a, a comedy movie or a comedy probably the show extras. show yeah like something like that and they they were trying to get him to tell jokes and he was doing it with like you know very just uh just deadpan straight faced and a lot of people said oh this is this is very funny because of course he's like a serious actor or whatever but what if what if it is what if this is just him fucking with us like what am i supposed to think about this yeah i actually own that on dvd that that season of uh you're talking yeah. about it's a show called extras yeah. Uh, about yeah like ricky Gervais being an extra and talking to big movie stars yeah exactly yeah 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 that's it like i i don't know i don't know what to make of this thank you for bringing this to my attention though i mean no matter what <laughs> it's gonna be a thing i talk about with everyone i know yeah i mean it's you an icebreaker not, you can't not bring it up and it's like oh god i i tweeted something about like the last time i watched um schindler's list it like real like I watched it once in high school and when you're in high school you don't really have an appreciation of you know that type of stuff and like since high school I've been to Poland I've visited Auschwitz like mm-hmm. it's horrifying you really sort of wrap your brain around the fact that this happened on this planet that we all inhabit and like how horrific it is you watch Schindler's List and you're like this is just this is like heart wrenching to fucking watch this movie and just like existentially horrifying and now i could never watch schindler's list because i'd just be picturing the fact that oscar schindler keeps pee-peeing his pants and i can't fucking i can't live in that world yeah you really gotta suspend your disbelief and uh hope that he's not pissing his pants on the set yeah i guess so i wouldn't i think if anything if he's peeing himself on set he deserves probably awards like if, if you can still stay in character while peeing yourself, like, like I don't know if you guys have acted before, but that's a remarkably difficult thing to do. And if anything, I think it only shows how great of an actor he is if he can pee himself and still remain in the scene. I can barely remember lines. Imagine delivering lines when you're midstream. Impossible. Yeah, that. Like yeah, for your your body to to um, to disrupt your performance, and you still have the presence of mind. <laughs> to stay on track <laughs> incredible incredible it's like reggie miller you know going back for the three-pointer like it's 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 the presence of mind takes it takes real uh mental strength to do to do that right or like that right. uh, that baseball pitcher that like uh threw a no-hitter on lsd yeah <laughs> like that level of focus yeah doc ellis yeah this is yeah um, yeah this is special we're we're watching the peak of, of human conditioning and Liam Neeson. Okay, Sleep Science in the chat keeps bringing this up. He's, he keeps saying he thinks it's uh, enuresis, which is a lack of bladder control and ability to f- uh, feel yourself peeing that is exacerbated by alcohol. A uh, good question to know, though, is like, how many of these pictures are before and after his wife's death? Because I feel like if he's drinking more after his wife's death, that kind of does add up. Right. I mean, not to, not to make it remarkably sad, um, but I, I do at least <laughs> well, have empathy. If it, you know, it's like, I, I get why you might want to drink a bit. You're right. I just, the truth figure, is out there. I just figure the first time it happened that I it's would still be aware of the, the problem chat. and that I would probably buy a couple pairs of Depends. I mean, there's, there's no shame in it when you're as old as he is. Like, just, you maybe know. Maybe he likes the feeling of it. Maybe, like, yeah, maybe just wants to marinate. Maybe he feet. was cold. <laughs> <laughs> although the problem with that is you, you like sure peeing yourself warms you up for a bit but right. then it gets cold again exactly. true that is very you might end up, true. Yeah, you end up you end up worse off than when you started yeah this is uh our psa against peeing on yourself even if yeah. times are dire well i i guess that that's a 
a good enough punishment is that just uh yeah go i'm punishing liam neeson to buy some depends okay that's that's it that's the worst <laughs> punishment i think that we've levied against a person on this show thus far but uh you know they're they're not all big hitters you know they can't all be home runs they sometimes you just gotta you look at liam neeson and you see 20 photos of himself pissing himself and you just go you know i i gotta fix this I got to rectify this. The, the world can't go on as it is with this happening. It, You're an empath, Grant. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, honestly, now this is this is as uh, special to me as like, you know, the, how they reported the CIA putting crack into inner city communities. Like this is as <laughs> this is as big of a deal. So thank you. As for groundbreaking. This. Of yes. course. Anytime. Yeah, you did. I mean, I guess since you didn't discover it, you don't get the Pulitzer, but right. someone should get a Pulitzer because of this work. I mean, certainly this platform is one of reporting and we, we have reported on it now. So we, we deserve some sort of award that journalists win because, you know, we're doing more work than they are, really. Yeah, instead so. of thought cops, call it uh, thought Woodward and Bernstein. <laughs> oh, you know what? Uh, speaking of uh, awards and award-winning content, uh, if you haven't listened to Thought Cops before, every week we investigate the Internet's outrage-inducing news stories and then we sentence each perpetrator to a cruel and often quite unusual punishment. Uh, so breaking news, we don't usually like to talk about this, but we have to uh, because it happened today. Donald Trump was banned from Twitter. Yeah, this is the last like three or four days have been like like what we chose to talk about <laughs> compared to what's happened in the last three days. And in some cases, the last hour um, oh kind of staggering. And then who knows what's going like to happen between the time we could have talked yeah. about Bean Dad, but now <laughs> oh, we'll get we'll, we'll we'll get to Bean Dad. Don't worry. Okay, okay. But uh, yeah, I, I guess the slightly more pressing issue here is that the president has been banned from Twitter. Um, you know, this is obviously you know this is our jurisdiction uh, being like I said terminally online. We also uh, we also as the president have- was. Sorry to interrupt. We also, I'm, I'm just remembering this, but in the early Thought Cops days, we did have a segment called Trump Tweets. Yes, I actually <laughs> thought about that. I thought about that earlier today, and I couldn't remember how it went, so I didn't bother thinking up a segment for <laughs> it, it. It doesn't matter. I yeah. think you just screamed. I'm pretty. Yeah, sure I want to say seconds. we. I want to. I want to say we stopped doing it for a reason. I don't think it was funny. Exactly. So, hey, here we are. <laughs> there is sort of one significant distinction, though. Uh, Kevin said that, you know, uh, that the president was banned from Twitter. And technically, that's not true. Donald J. Trump is banned from Twitter, but the president of the United States account is still active on Twitter. Right. Actually, actually, an hour before recording, it got banned, too, because he, oh, really? to, too? he yeah, Damn it. Uh-huh. yeah, he took to the POTUS account. And I'm not talking about my last name, everybody. I know we're all wondering. I uh, know okay. he took to, he took to the POTUS account. And he put up like, yeah, we're going to come back stronger than ever. And like minutes later, they banned that account too. So oh, really. I hadn't caught up to that. Darn it. I, I thought I had, yeah. I thought I'd one up to you, Kevin. I'm so sorry. I tried to take over your podcast. I tried <laughs> no, to, I, I think, to have a coup on the thought. <laughs> <laughs> it's about time. Uh, so yeah, I think he, uh, he, maybe he still has the white house account. I have no idea. The guy's got a million alts. <laughs> <laughs> imagining just someone trying to attempt a coup for the thought cops podcast and they're just like climbing my stairs and they get to the third floor and they're just like fuck it I, i'm not climbing any more stairs fuck these guys 
I know, if Nico anybody was going to do that. a coup, I really was rooting for Ken Bone. Oh, boy. <laughs> hey, man, if, if, if he was there, that'd be bad for us. Right. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, according to the Twitter safety account, they said after a close review of recent tweets from the real Donald Trump account and the context around them, we have decided to permanently suspend the account due to the risk of further incitement of violence. Yes, it's been a quite the crazy week here. I know we don't typically uh, dabble into politics, but I feel like, you know, um, politics aside, Trump is one of the most famous posters online. So uh, he's gone. Uh, maybe he went to Parlor. I think I heard whatever that is. Uh, I don't see right now. It's not yeah. available on the Google App Store. Yeah, uh, I think they took him off uh, iTunes as well. That's, yeah, that's a lot of those apps. Parlor, Gab, most of yeah. them are. And I think it's uh, somebody in the Discord pointed out, uh, Gab was the beacon of free speech when people were leaving Twitter. And then the founder of Gab started uh, banning people who were posting opinions that he disagreed with. So Mm -hmm. we'll see how Parler turns out. That's that's all of these fucking websites. They all they all fucking do the shit. And uh, let's see, Ben Garrison also banned from Twitter. So now we'll never have we won't know the comic to attach to this historic (laughs) event. (laughs) <laughs> unfortunately they'll still make the rounds but uh one thing that i completely forgot is that like in the midst of this attempted coup or insurrection or whatever the fuck you want to call it um is that people were taking notice of the fact that before before donald trump's twitter account got banned that like mike pence apparently unfollowed him mm. <laughs> which is like oh. tr- truly a kingslayer <laughs> like five <laughs> five people died apparently at this thing and yeah. like it was, yeah. it was a big sort of like I, one of them I mean, was a cop. Yeah, one yeah. of them was a cop. Um, I guess someone said he got hit in the head with like a fire extinguisher. So I mean, yeah, it, yeah. it's just like a big, crazy moment in history that like we all got to watch on you know on the news and on live streams as it was happening. Like crazy shit, and like in the middle of it, someone's like. <gasps> Mike Pence unfollowed the president yeah. on Twitter. <laughs> hey, I just I just want to come out here and state the obvious. Uh, nobody died at the Naruto run around Trump Tower. <laughs> uh, one guy got arrested. Zero deaths. Just saying. Uh, Grant, as you as you uh, uh, pointed out, possibly what, what was it, Grant? Well, what, how did you describe it again? Well, I, I would like to now at this point in history recant. Um, <laughs> but uh, well. I think I said it was one of the more intelligent protests that I've been to. Mm-hmm. Th- this was this was back in 2017. Everyone, so nobody, nobody, nobody take those words you. too. Yeah, nobody, yeah. nobody take take the timing into consideration, please. I mean, people were still cosplaying at this event too, so they're not all that different. Yeah, um, they they pointed out one of, one of the guys that was cosplaying. They're they're calling him. You know, the guy that was wearing like he had like furs on and like horns yeah like the, standing in the, the middle the of QAnon shaman or whatever yeah or people call him like the coachella terrorist apparently he's an improv guy oh <laughs> god oh, yeah i man. saw yeah, i think i did see like he had a like he had a website somebody linked to he's like i'm a voice actor yeah, um, he's also a singer yeah, his, yeah. Uh, his, um, his manager uh linked to his uh, um either his agent or his manager is the one who like broke the thing about his hat shot and being like oh yeah this is an artist as well as a terrorist, so yeah. Hey, I mean, yeah, he, he might make forty bucks on cameo from this, but it wasn't worth it. 
It's 2021. You can be both an artist and a terrorist. Yes, That's we can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the future. That's the move. Um, yeah, like I like I was said, this is a uh, crazy times uh, on Twitter and also in real life. I guess. I mean, it, um, it, it really just goes to show though how intertwined both of those things are. And I know that we'd like try and stick to the fact that this is an internet based podcast, but I mean, like these people posted their way into a government insurrection, really like so much of this stuff is steeped in internet culture that by, I mean, like to, to the extent that people who had their come up and due to the internet, like uh, what's his name, Nick Fuentes and bake Alaska, like we're at this fucking thing. And I think one of them or both of them got arrested or some shit like that. It, it just really goes to show you like, yeah, there's no real like distinction between this stuff anymore. Maybe there used to be at some point in time, but like I, I don't really agree with that any longer. I mean, the, you know, the thought cops have 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 gone worldwide, really, in that respect. No, I don't know if you two are on Black Twitter at all, um, but <laughs> um, or, <laughs> I mean, uh, if, if by chance you're not, <laughs> if by chance you're not, uh, the, the, one of the great things about it is. Uh, um, uh, when something like this happens, Black Twitter's lit, and it's really a great place to be. So, if anything, even though I guess it sounds like you guys are not a part of Black Twitter, uh, I mean, I'm um, sure I see it. I'm, I'm sure I see it come up, you know, I know and I'm not messing around. around. Uh, <laughs> it, um, my 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 uh, my memes don't really take hold in there, but you know, <laughs> my tweets are black. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I, I forgot what the point. Was. Oh yeah, basically, like yeah, it, it, this being such an internet, it's it just it's it's it cannot be removed from the internet. Like this is, it's a national story, but it is also an internet phenomenon. Yes. Right. Yes. I mean, yeah. I mean, for the past like several days, it's all anybody was talking about on Twitter, aside from the other topics, which of course we will get to. Um, but yeah, let, let's just, uh, let's sentence this, uh, this event because, you know, sadly this is something that's probably going to have a page in a history book one day, you know, the day that Trump got banned from Twitter. Hey, and maybe we'll get a footnote. Yeah, we'll see. We're mentioning it on this podcast. Yeah, fingers crossed. So yeah, uh, punishment here, uh, I guess. So Trump, I got he's on parlor. Parley, parlor may or may not be a thing. Um, hmm. So this is a tricky one. You know, you don't want you don't want to go too bold because who knows what's going to happen. You know, you yeah. could get swatted. Um, well, there was, you know, back when, uh, back when Donald Trump was first running for president back in 2015, there was a lot of people that were like, sort of like Republican light people that were sort of like, I, I'm not really a Republican, but I'm not a Democrat either. And the good thing about Trump is compared to people like Ted Cruz, he's pretty soft on some social issues. Like, he's a lot more pro LGBT than a lot of other people that are running on the Republican ticket and like things like that. Or he said during one of the debates, he's like, Oh, nobody's going to be dying in the street when I'm president or, you know, whatever he said. Uh, maybe those sentiments get him banned from parlor, you know? Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. So in his know, defense, though, how many people really died on the street as opposed to dying in hospital beds? Well, so, you know, yeah. think before you speak. All right. <laughs> yeah, he's like, te- he's like, there's an asterisk there. Technicality. Yeah, yeah. Although, but actually, I, like, in, in this whole sort of insurrection coup attempt thing, I will say, we do have to admit that there some of the deaths are just funny of that. Like, it's, it's 
the guy who tased himself in the balls and died. I think that's a legitimately funny death. Jesus. I must have missed that one. Yeah, well, that's, that, that's a yeah, <laughs> a guy legitimately tased himself in the balls and and uh, um the resulting shock to his body uh caused him to die. Oh, so that's one of the one of the five deaths. So that's is cool. that what they meant by medical reasons? Yeah, 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 medical reasons. That, that was one of the the medical reasons. My god, I hate to you know how there's certain things that everybody brings up anytime anything happens and uh the movie idiocracy is always one of them like that's mm-hmm. so much of this shit is straight from idiocracy like people kept posting um the the terry cruz as uh Macho. as the president yeah um and putting him side by side against uh the the coachella terrorist guy or whatever he's called this is just like that tv show in idiocracy ow my balls just take a fucking page from that movie like so much of it is fucking reflective in that silly silly movie the other wildly ironic death again a medical causes death was um a woman who was who uh was carrying a don't tread on me sign all throughout the 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 march in the coup um what uh was (laughs) tread on to death she was trampled to death that's the actual truth of what happened yeah Uh, i saw that which i mean it's maybe less funny than the tasering your balls, but still kind of funny. Um, I mean, from a ironic, like, yeah, farcical like world set song. view of, yeah. Didn't realize that Mike Judge was writing and directing 2021. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, I wonder, should King of the Hill come back? I, th- I feel like we need some, uh, we need to hang to lay down the law. I feel like this discussion um, gets brought up like every <laughs> Probably like several times a year now about what yeah. you should bring King of the Hill back. And there's a reason for that. You know, it's like I, it, it could be either very good or very bad. You know, I mean, on one hand, it, it could be horribly cringy and embarrassing. And on the other hand, uh, America needs Hank. <laughs> it may not go far enough now at this point. True. What can too little here, too know? little too late, you know? Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, far enough. You brought up Bean Dad. Let's cover Bean Dad. I guess we have Thank to. You. Um, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry if I forced you into this. <laughs> no, no. Just... I, it's on the dock here. and it, it, we, we can't not talk about it like we were saying. Right. Um, so this guy <laughs> I've never heard of before. I don't think most people have heard of before. Yeah. He's a, uh, he was a mystery mark. to me. <laughs> yeah, on Twitter, John Roderick. He posted this <clears throat> Twitter thread. It was kind of, it looks like it's a hundred fucking tweets long about his daughter asking to open up a can of beans. And this is like <laughs> one of the most like non story stories I feel like we've had on Thought Cops that got to this level of infamy because it's the whole thing is just this like pointless rambling where he's like talking about how. He's trying, I don't know, trying to teach his daughter some semblance of independence, I guess. Right. Uh, w- w- like, it's like, can you open a can of beans for me? Can I? Yes. Will I? You know, it, it goes back and forth for, again, in like 100 tweets. And pretty much up until the uh, the uh, insurrection, this is yes, all people yes. could talk about. Exactly. Yeah, it was the 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 last big story before like the world started crumbling apart, like for good this time. Okay. Apparently sleep science says he's heard of him. He's collaborated with other musicians that he likes. He's a musician. Yeah. I actually, I do know that. And I saw this after the fact that I guess he, uh, he did the theme song for, I think um, my brother, my brother and me. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then they had to put a statement out saying, you know, we didn't know he was a bean dad. We're sorry. <laughs> also, uh, Ken Jennings got in trouble for defending him because he hosts a podcast with that guy. And uh, uh, um, Ken Jennings, who's in the running to be, you know, the, he's sort of the heir apparent to Alex Trebek. Uh, right. It's being rumored that he put his job in jeopardy by defending Bean Dad. Because uh, uh, Bean Dad, in addition to, to um, having a problematic relationship with teaching his daughter, also um, has a bunch of anti-Semitic tweets. Um, in his oh, yeah, I did yeah. see that. Yeah, people were pulling up a lot of his um, older tweets from you know, a decade plus back, which again is, that's typically. The, that is, uh, yeah, that is, that is, yeah. The, yeah the that's the move. You're going to see that. Um, yeah. I also like, God, and then I guess Kim Jennings also had some problematic tweets about like, uh, yeah, yeah. He had some tweet about like a woman in a wheelchair. It was just like, like, yeah, it's, it sucks trying to date a lady in a wheelchair. Cause some shitty punchline. I don't even remember anymore, but he had to apologize for that too. Um, yeah, it, like I, I remember when Ken Jennings initially got heat for those tweets. Like I, I was there on my phone looking at it, and I saw it, and I remember it happening. But there, there's so many aspects to like, oh, going through someone's previous tweets and like making a mockery out of them, and it's like, yeah, I get it to a certain point, but like, uh, what's his name? Uh, John Roderick was is 52 now. So he was like 42, like spewing off anti-Semitic. Like what's (laughs) what's your excuse? You're still an adult man. Like, I don't know, whatever. I mean, like quite adult, not even like, you know, like, yeah, you're maybe you could be like, like, like when you're like 19, you're an adult, but you're still pretty dumb. Right. Um, (laughs) But yeah, 42, there's, you're so far past excuses at that point. Yeah. It's got a lot. You got a lot of growing to do at 42, you know? You're still learning the world, you know, what it's like to be a grown-up. Still fresh. Uh, how to open a can of beans. And I, I love, I didn't really read through all of these because, like, I'm not going to. But it, it comes off very much so, like, it, it, it's within humble brag territory of, like, I'm such a good father. Like you said, Kevin, like, oh, he's trying to teach his daughter some level of independence, but it just comes off as just very, like, it's it's not the biggest story, and I don't think that this guy's, like, an abusive father. Uh, maybe he is. I don't, I don't think that this story necessarily says that. There's people who sort of read into some of this stuff, and they're like, yeah. oh, well, you know, it, it. he's teaching the value system of, like, you're only worthy of, you know, my love and affection if you can produce like technical what like what people look into this shit and it's like whatever he could or he couldn't be but at the end of the day it's just like man he he tweeted like a 40 tweet diatribe of this stupid story that like just so he can be like look at how great of a father i am and everyone was like this is insane you're an insane person yeah if anything like it's it's it may be that he's less malicious and just weird and dumb, like just a, yeah, a dumb weirdo and worthy yeah. of getting dunked on, certainly. Um, and yeah, I like I, I I don't really have any type of strong feelings about being dead. And you shouldn't. <laughs> really? Yeah, you shouldn't. Uh, he did put out an apology, though, on his website, johnroderick.com slash an apology. Uh, this is a little actually. I uh, respect for him for doing this instead of just posting the screenshot of the iPhone's note or the iPhone Notes app on Twitter. Right. He actually has a personal website with a, it's a you know a, kind of a nice looking website too, and he's got a whole apology page on here. 
makes you makes you take it a little more seriously, I guess. Um, you know, a little a little bit of frill never hurt anybody. So yeah, he went over the. Um, he said, "I woke up yesterday to find out that I had become hashtag Bean Dad." He apologizes for some of the comments he made from ten years ago. Yada yada yada. You can pretty much assume how it goes in your head, and you're probably right. It's it's maybe one of the better apologies I've you know read. Sure, which I think is good. It's you've read, and you've, like, read, you've read a lot, correct? We have. I mean, throughout the course of this show, yeah, we've read a lot. We've read. Uh, how long has the show been going? Like four years. Yeah, almost four years. Next month. Uh, happy anniversary! Thank you, thank you, thank you. And we're coming up on uh, two hundo soon. I know. I was hoping that uh, I could delay this long enough to be the 200th guest by default. <laughs> well, call we'll, we'll in have, or leave a voicemail or something. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll have something special. Um, yeah. But yeah, Bean Dad. But uh, what, I was, uh, what was the point I was trying to make? Oh, yeah. It, it's like it's not as bad as like a known serial rapist coming out as a gay man in defense of his serial rapes. You know, like yeah, it, it's, it's not, not quite that as bad. bad of an apology. But and he does. He does explain like uh Oh, so with some of his racist tweets and stuff like that, he meant to be ironic, sarcastic, and like comedic or whatever. So it's like it's it's better than just oh, I actually think these things, which would be a poor defense of him saying that. I will say um, he's real lucky this coup happened. It came right in the nick of time. <laughs> like, yeah, completely erased him from yeah. um, the public awfully, consciousness. Almost awfully suspicious. Uh, I have a punishment though. Go for it. So this guy's a musician, correct? I yeah. And he is the Bean Dad, correct? Also yes. yes. Uh, beans, beans, the magical fruit. The more you eat, the more uh, looks like John Roderick's got a new instrument, folks. I'm talking about his asshole. <laughs> That's good. Thank you. You know, there's uh, there's people. Uh, have you have you all heard of uh, manualists? Are you familiar with the uh, the musicianship of a manualist? Couldn't even pretend to know what that means. So I believe if I'm thinking of the, so it, it's when you squeeze your hands together and you make like farting noises with your hand. But there's people that can do it and like play discernible melodies with their hands. So like I think one of the more famous ones was there was a guy who played like all of Bohemian Rhapsody by doing fucking i can't even do it by doing that he played all of bohemian rhapsody so maybe maybe he becomes a manualist you know there's a word for everything isn't there they really, really introduced is, yeah. me to a lot that i had never heard before Grant. Because i know you. i know too much shit i wish i knew so much less than what i, feel I, like I do need it's- to meet you now in person just just so i can like <laughs> just sit and sit <laughs> Sit at the table of knowledge of, of Grant Looney. Like, this is, this is, <laughs> I, I guess so. Yeah, when this is all over, Grant will tell you all about how to make fart noises and all this other kind of interest. And Liam Neeson peeing. And yeah, this is, yeah. It, it doesn't. It doesn't stop. That's that's incredible, with Grant. You know, my stupidity knows no bounds. Like I think you know, like I'm I'm in my mid thirties. I think I've learned it all. But then here, in, in walks Grant. <laughs> there's, <just. laughs> there's there's always more. I guess. It's always a valuable perspective. You know, I have been too quick to write off people, but oh man, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Any, any time. Speaking of further information that nobody else needs, um, Twitch removed the, the, yes. uh, Twitch removed the pog champ emote this week. 
I don't know if you guys are familiar with the the Poggers guy, the Pog face. Um, I'm definitely not. That's probably for the best, but it's like sort of come up on the show before, but I never really did a deep dive into the history. of Yeah. I mean, like I don't want to know. I mean, we've had a word of a couple word of the weeks, like uh, poggers has been on pog champ. Um, I guess that you can't do that or say that now. Uh, This guy, um, let's see the face behind the popular poggers emote use social media to spur civil unrest. So uh, let me see here. It's this guy named Ryan Gutex Gutierrez. Uh, he's the guy who is in the picture making the face that is a popular meme. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, he basically, I guess he was on Twitter and was, uh, uh, let me see here. He said, will there be civil unrest for, it, basically he was in somewhat of support of the uh, storming of the Capitol. So Twitch banned the poggers emote, which was, I think one of the most, or at least one of the more famous, uh, emotes on Twitter, um, tw- I say Twitch or Twitter, whatever on Twitch. Twitch, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I, so, yeah. Know, I know from us using Twitch that like Twitch emotes are sort of weird because they have a bunch that you can use. And like, if you want to upload your own, you have to have so many subscribers and stuff like that. So the, the only Twitch emote we have currently is the one where it's me and my arms are crossed. We need more. <laughs> we need the gold face. We need face. more subscribers. We need, we need all seven Yosef emojis in there. <laughs> so so his is one of the default ones. Is you? I guess it's like uh, colon Gutex uh, mm-hmm. colon again. And it's, it's, or it's I think it might be just Pog or Poggers. Yeah, something like that. So he is one of the one of the few default ones that are on that website. So that is noteworthy if you use Twitch a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, and as we said before, you are, it's sort of, it's sort of like a message of good luck or good game. Um, it's in gamer speak. What were you going to say, Tristan? Uh, just to support, you know, this podcast on Twitch, I, I will happily follow you just to get you closer to your, to your remote goal. Thank That'd you. That'd be perfect. That'd be amazing. That'd be great. That, it's, it's the least I can do. The literal least. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, we'll take it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the uh, the Pog, uh, RIP Pog, I guess. Um, once well, again, I, I think I'm passing a passing fad from the '80s, and then now <laughs> a, a potential hate symbol. Uh, yeah, this is the new. Uh, is it is it potentially what is it going to turn into? The new Pepe the Frog. I mean, he does very rebranding. Well. Yeah, very well could go that way. I mean, we've seen that with a number of things, you know, over the past four years. Like, so much of that shit just, oh, this is ours now. We're this, yeah, we're doing the okay it. symbol. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, just any oh, that, sort of innocuous. How could I thing? forget about that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, Twitch actually said that they are planning to work with the community to design something to replace the former Pog Champ emote with something, something equally as hype. <laughs> Jesus Christ. God, I, I do I do hate. This sucks. I hate all of it. Um I th- I don't remember who mentioned it, but uh maybe this is a good punishment is that we just replace this guy with the uh the the what do you call it? The, the rage comics, the rage comics guy that's making the same exact face. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? We just replace him with that. All right, I'm in. I mean, that's that's vague enough of a embrace tradition. Exactly. Reject modernity. (laughs) Uh, Let's see what else to get to here. I guess I've got at least one more story and I think it's worth telling. 
Um, and it, it has to do with uh, cancel culture. And like normal, it's it's rearing its ugly head once more. Uh, you know, it, it, like we were talking about, you, you dig up old tweets from people. Some people just, they, they've had it a long time coming. One of those people that's had it a long time coming is uh, Caillou. Caillou oh, has yeah. been canceled by PBS. And the world is apparently rejoicing. Which is just, you know, more cancel culture. It's on. It's unbelievable. You know, I got to say, I've never really seen too much of Caillou. Um, same. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not three I was more of an Arthur Wishbone kid. Yeah, same. Yeah, I, but I, I, I know I'd I'd watch those shows, and then Caillou would come on right after it, and I think I'd watch it like out of curiosity, and it, it was like horrible. It was terrible. Yeah, I never, I never had heard of Caillou until I was like an adult. Right, and then the only reason I knew of it was because I have a couple friends who have kids, where they're like, "Yeah, he's a bad influence." I mean, supposedly he's at the N word on numerous <laughs> occasions. So that was on that was on Twitter ten years ago, and no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> God, so there, there's like a video of so Caillou, good riddance, like, is what I'm saying. Yeah, there's a video of like uh, Caillou. I think this is one of the more famous ones. It's it's on par with uh, Arthur, like pushing dw down but like there's there's a video of caillou like pinching his oh yeah sister until she like he cries. kisses her first he kisses her first and then pinches her right it's weird it's sadistic yeah, yeah. it's kind of like lena dunham <laughs> god let's just leave that there and not finish off the metaphor yeah if you know you know yeah yeah um but actually, I think all this talk about Wishbone, I think an appropriate punishment here is uh, Caillou's canceled. Bring back Wishbone. Fill the time slot. I yep. would happily accept that any day of the week. Yeah, yeah, there's so many more books that have been made. It was a Wishbone one back in like time or did he go into like books? I don't remember. I yeah, think he explored books. books. He, he was yeah. the main character. Of, like, like It'd be like the adventures of Tom Sawyer. Wishbone right. is a Jack Ross Terrier that plays Tom Sawyer and humans interact with him as if he can speak. It's a very fun time. Yeah, I, w- there was a lot of shows like that. I, I remember, like the Adventures of Gumby was kind of similar, where he would, like, him and his friends would enter books and stuff, and like again, they would hang out with Tom Sawyer and everything. Also, Ghost like, Rider. Yeah, I feel like there was a lot of like TV shows for children back in like the uh, late '80s and early '90s that were involved about like literature and stuff, and now it's like kids could care less. You know, now they just want to see a pi- a kid pinch a baby till she turns blue. <laughs> well, not anymore. They don't even want to see that. I guess. Well, yeah, well what new shit are we gonna uh, have from PBS? I mean, if it, if it's worse than Caillou, I would rather not know. By the way, in the tweet breaking the news from PBS, uh, they said, you know, this may seem like sad news to say goodbye to an old friend, but every time you say goodbye to an old friend, that means you're making way for someone new. And uh, <laughs> like they did, that's like break it to kids better, I suppose. Uh-huh. Um, I am interested. To, like, I, I'm interested to see like what the what the seats at PBS have planned uh, for this upcoming season. Yeah, well, we'll we'll be on the edge of our seats. I know I can speak <laughs> for myself. Yes, yeah, so you can just invite me back, just to whatever, yeah. whatever. Like, let's say like next September when the yeah, new fall PBS season launch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, anytime. The PBS correspondent. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It'd be my honor. <laughs> I have a role now. Uh, Grant, was there anything else you want to get to on the dock here? Or no? Um, I think we're good unless there's something that sticks out to you. Where like, there's one I, thing, yeah, go for it, go for it. 
there's one thing I want to do. I want to talk about just because it's a, it's a tradition uh, with me and several friends. Um, so every year on Christmas Eve, me and two two comedian friends of mine, Adrian Stout and Mitch Kamaya Peely, we uh, or sorry, oh, not, yeah, Mitch, we Kamaya, Mitch. Uh, not, not Mitch. Sorry, actually, different Mitch. Uh, oh, <laughs> Mitch, oh, dang it! I apologize. Uh, Mitch Grobman and Adrian Stout. Uh, we would meet up uh, at Mitch's place, and um, we would watch uh, the new Kevin Spacey uh, Christmas Eve video. Ah, this, yes, this yes. Uh, right. So yeah, the first two years we met in person because you know there wasn't a COVID wasn't really a thing happening in the United States at the time, and then um, this year we had to meet over uh, over Facebook, uh, um, and, like Facebook video chat, and again uh, rewatch the Kevin Spacey uh, Christmas Eve video. I know this is definitely a little bit, it's old news now, certainly in terms of like the, the lifespan of the internet stories. Uh, but it was just, I, I enjoyed the, I enjoy these, these tapes every year because Kevin Spacey is the only person who's tried to act his way out of the Me Too movement. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just takes an incredible uh, sense of self to do that. Um, and then this year he decided instead of acting, uh, like usually Kevin Spacey pretends to be his character from, uh, house of cards, Frank Underwood, he mm-hmm. puts on this weird Southern accent and, um, uh, basically he admits to the charges and says, I'm not going to get in trouble for them anyway. Uh, this year he, uh, he, he broke character and he, uh, made a suicide prevention, uh, sort of like PSA, uh, gave out the number for the national suicide hotline. And uh, wanted us to know that he cared. Yes. And actually, that was the story. I was like, like you said, it's been a little while, but it was uh, between recordings. And it was one of those things where it was like, we have to talk about this on Thought Cops. Uh, So without further ado, let's watch it. (gasps) There he is. That's right. (laughs) What would Christmas Eve be without a message from me? It kind of sounds like he's still doing Frank Underwood in the beginning. Yes, he is. What would Christmas Eve be? Yeah, what would Christmas Eve be without Frank Underwood? <laughs> Who knows? Tradition. Like this past year, I've, I've... He's just in a public park, it looks like. Listen, a Is lot of people to have reached out to me this past year <laughs> and have shared their own struggles. And my ability to be there for them has really only been possible because of my own difficulties. And while it's been a privilege to offer support, I have to say, frankly, it's also been beyond my ability. Any ideas on where he is? I see like a little palm trees. Maybe are those palm trees, or they seem not palm trees? Yeah. So many. I'm thinking somewhere have in LA. About things having gotten yeah. so bad for them that they've contemplated taking in their own lives, and that's enough for me to want to take an entirely different approach this year to acknowledge their pain. And say to anyone out there who's struggling. Also, did he have the, the, the phone on idea, a tripod? Just like, because it was staying safe. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. He probably grabbed the tripod and was walking If you're standing in a place that you yeah. can no longer remain Maybe standing. Maybe a gimbal. If you're yeah. suffering, if you can you help, imagine if you saw this at a park? If you feel guilt or shame. <laughs> if you're struggling with your identity. If your back's up against the wall. Or if you it feel is weird that there is there no, is no one path there, though, in my you. mind, is, yeah. I kind of wonder if he, like, if he treated like a film set and he blocked yeah. off. I promise you, <laughs> they got like a film yeah. permit for this. Yeah. Oh, he's filming <laughs> a viral at video. At this time during this holiday, actually, they just said Kevin Spacey is going to be here, and they're like, "Yeah, no." Thanks. Even if you don't feel it, <laughs> there are people out there who understand and who can help because you are not alone. Look at his lips, dude. They're chapped as fuck. And so I just want to oh, wish everyone. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't. I mean, it's one of those things you notice on a second view through. And say to all those out there who might be suffering, 
it gets better. It does get better. My jaw dropped the first Happy time I saw this. Is. Didn't like two of his accusers commit suicide? It gets I know better. for sure one. I didn't one know. definitely did. Yeah, it it comes off as a little tone deaf, just a little, a little. Really, I didn't get that at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I don't know. So, so many of these fucking celebrities too, and I mean him especially. But so many of these people, when they make these types of announcements and stuff like that, it's like, sure, you drop the voice. But we know that you're acting like there. All of these actors are such like shallow husks of what used to be humans that like it. It's like you you look at the the thought process that goes on behind his just like his dead eyes, and you're like you're acting. You're you're still acting. You're you're still not even a person. You know what you I mean? Say, I still like this more than the Imagine video. Like of the 2020 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. celebrity misfire videos, I got this still not as bad. It it comes off as a little more genuine, but I also think he he knows that it does and that it bothers me. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, yeah, Kevin Spacey definitely knows what he's doing in terms of like putting on appearances. Right. I mean, he was successful for what, like 20 some odd years uh, hiding, uh, not necessarily like being gay from the general public, more so hiding the, the craven sexual abuse. Right. Although I will say, um, I like you guys probably don't know this about me, but I have a degree in drama, and uh, like I, I know a lot of actors who are like working, and, and some who, and most, and many who are not. Um, but I've known about Kevin Spacey being a creep, gosh, for at least, at least like the better part of a decade. And it was a weird thing of just like mm-hmm. like knowing that he was like. I guess there was a thing, and um, I don't know how you guys feel about rumor and conjecture <laughs> on this podcast. Go I'm for, for it. it. Uh, but he used to be uh the. He used to be in charge of the Globe Theater. He was like the, the uh, like, I, f- I forget the exact position that he had. Globe Theater was where, like, Shakespeare, you know, mm. blew up. Um, so he was, a uh, uh, as an American, he, he managed to be, like, sort of the artistic director of the Globe Theater. And it was sort of a known thing, like, 10 years ago, that if you uh, were an actor in London who uh, wanted to get through there, if you're a male actor, you kind of had to go through Kevin Spacey. And by go through Kevin Spacey, that, you know, like be like half sex them in some form or fashion in order and if you didn't then uh then he'd blackball you in uh in the london stage which is a weird random thing to just sort of like have in your head about like this guy that everybody loved for a while for most of his career i've i was at the globe theater like two years ago i mean that's that's so crazy it's such an iconic place to to know that like that level of shit. I mean, I I assume that anywhere there's a power structure, there's somebody that's willing to abuse it. But it's just like it's it's crazy to like step foot in that place and then then to think back to it and being like, oh yeah, a lot of these people that are on this stage like entertaining you like have been completely. It's at some point might have been completely screwed this guy. Like that's that's insane. All I heard was he flexing about going to England <laughs> two yeah. years ago. Humble brag. Before before all this stuff happened, before the yeah. before they before they banned Americans from traveling around. Congratulations, you didn't get molested, dude. Very cool. Hope you <laughs> met my my uh, aspirational wife, Emma Watson. I didn't know. I met one of the guys that was on Game of Thrones, though. Uh, what character or actor name? Whatever uh, you want to go with. Gendry, whatever the guy's name. Joe Dempsey, aka Gendry, the nice. bastard son guy. Yeah. He was pretty cool. I'm happy for you. Thank you. I, When's he I calling in? That. 
Not soon enough. I should have dropped the podcast name. Uh, there was a rumor that um, uh, the guy who played Hodor, Hodor came into my job. Uh, but oh. it turned out to be a different seven foot man who was in town <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> uh, moving right along, though, to Thought Cops uh, Key to the City, which is, of course, something nice, something cool, something uh, a little positive for once in our lives. Uh, my Thought Cops Key to the City this week goes to Beanie Tuesday. Uh, this is uh, it's at Beanie Tuesday on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, he's a cartoonist. He draws a lot of uh kind of interesting like introspective comics uh he has one on here one of his more uh popular ones is the uh guide to indie comics where he just kind of like roasts a lot of uh indie comic tropes and comic tropes and everything like that uh which is pretty funny he put up one today that i really liked uh a comic about maturity which is a uh, you know relatable in terms of um you know, just like how, how you want to present yourself to the world versus who you are versus like how you're supposed to be at some point of your life. Uh, and yeah, his artwork's really cool too. So check him out. Beanie Tuesday. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. Thank you for that. Al. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Tristan, anything good you have for us this week? Uh, yeah. This starts with a little bit of a confession. Uh, Kevin knows this. Grant uh, does not. Um part of the reason it was hard to sort of get me sort of tied into this podcast was a little bit because of like figuring out work schedules. But then the other part of it was uh, I had a COVID scare and I had to quarantine from everybody. Um, so I, I, fi- I figured that like a podcast just wasn't top of my mind. So I really, I just sort yeah. of became not available for it. Um, turns out, luckily I don't have COVID. I, I had a couple symptoms, nice. but it, it, I, I'm just, just dying of nothing. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, lucky. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, um, but uh, during that, I still had to quarantine from, you know, from work for two weeks and from a lot of everybody I know for two weeks, which uh, was great. Like, if you're going to, if, if you're going to, it's good, really good to not have COVID and not come into work. So that's my key to the city is uh, I would, I would love to do that again. I would love to just uh, not have responsibility for two weeks of my life and uh, have no consequences. Key to the city, COVID. Yeah. <laughs> it's COVID about scare. time. COVID scare. That's, yeah. That's a distinction. <laughs> With with a positive result, yeah. I mean, there there is like well, by, that, by that I mean a negative, yeah. Right. <laughs> there there is like an aspect to when the lockdown first happened, and I like everyone at my work got unemployed for like four to six months or however long. There is part of me now that looks back at that time and like as horrific and depressing and like bewildering as it was. Part of me is like, man, I wish I could go back to just like laying in bed all day not doing anything for months on end you know it's like a a sickness in my mind that's just like yeah go that was great wasn't it how depressingly awful that was you want to go back to that Hmm. yeah that really says something about the working conditions (laughs) if we in some ways can be wistful for a pandemic yeah nonetheless though i'm key to the city baby (laughs) is going to i i regret nothing you got out of it though and you're here with us now yes and fingers yeah this is gonna look real bad if i do end up catching covid and dying in the future uh and if you're listening to this podcast because i am dead uh i don't know i I tried my best (laughs) uh same for me yeah I, i tried uh grant speaking of trying uh key to the city uh you know i've been racking my brain and maybe it's just like i i feel like just with with all this shit that's been happening in the news and stuff like that it's like i don't even know what's good anymore because i've been like fucking glued to the television 
I, I don't know. I I can't think of a, a good thing that I've seen within like the past two weeks. It's it's hard for me to think of anything. I'm trying. I feel like uh, you might have something. Um, uh, <laughs> I to the city this week goes to the Discord news crew. Uh, there we go. <laughs> they do such a good job with that Discord news. They do. That, that's it. That's that's what it goes to. Uh, I think awesome. they really do, though. I mean, they they get all those stories of just things that we've done in the Discord, and they they make it comedic. Yeah, I was laughing so hard at like the last one where they were just like this is like they were just like a sign off for the year. Like it's become a show within the show. <laughs> exactly. You know what? Props. So key, to, key to the city. Congrats, guys. You've earned it. This week's Thought Cops Word of the Week is... What was it called again, Grant? That farting thing? Uh, oh, uh, manualism or a manualist. And that's just making fart noises? Yeah, but like doing it and like being able to change the pitch with your hands. Like, so you're, you're like playing music. You're playing like melodies with just your, your hand making fart noises. Yeah. Beautiful. Manualism. So it sounds like it's more like the act of just making sounds with your hands instruments. And then it just right. often happens to be fart sounds that are like changed in, you know, in whatever yes. way. That's incredible. Like through the, through the tightness and the, the vacuum suction of the air pocket that you create. I wonder what, what, uh, what instrument injuries come with that. Yeah. Cause every instrument sort of like has like, like an effect on your, your body in some way. I wonder what, what happens in this instance? Probably like carpal tunnel or something. Sweaty palms. You start like shitting out of your hands. <laughs> like I'd like to, I'd like to see the whiplash uh, style exploration of that. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that'd be um. What's his face? Uh, Miles Teller or uh, yeah, Jay, just, or yeah. Just getting yelled at by that guy. Not enough farting. Not good enough. Uh, Louder. Before we uh, move on to the final segment of the show, which is our listener voicemails, uh, plug time. Tristan, plug it all you got, man. All of these social media, anything else you want people to find you at? Oh, sure. Um, uh, there's two things um, I would say. Like, if you want to find me, um, I'm Where's Trist on pretty much everything. Um, that's Where's, W H E R E S, and then Trist, the first five letters of Tristan. Um, yeah, that's uh, true on TikTok. Um, um, uh, Twitter, you know, the uh, Instagram, they're all the same. Uh, and then there's another thing I do with every podcast. I try to promote, uh, there's a website called, there was a website called your dick looks, uh, great in those heels.com. Uh, it used to be a Tumblr page and then Tumblr sort of, uh, made it impossible to put nudity on Tumblr. Again, your dick looks great. Let me explain what that is. Um, your dick looks great in those heels is the website where men will put their uh, penises into a women's shoe, a heel ostensibly, and, uh, see what it looks like. And uh, I think this is the greatest thing the internet ever created. Um, sometimes it looks like a foot. Sometimes it looks like a dick in a shoe. Uh, so if you just Google, <laughs> your dick looks great in those heels. Uh, it'll, you'll like be, you know, taken to like a Reddit thread and some other stuff. But you'll be able to, you'll be able to see dicks and shoes. And I think that's a really cool thing. And I, I hope it comes back in some way. So every time I do any podcast, I try to promote that website. Legitimately, this is the running thing I do across all podcasts. Yeah, I think uh, Zwig is probably typing that in as we speak, as he edits the episode. So yeah, well, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's sponsored by, yes. Cool. 
Uh, well, uh, without further ado, let's get to the listener voicemails. If you want to give us a call, leave your own voicemail. It's 312-788-7361. Or you can always send us an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com. Hit it. Ooh, new music. It's exciting. Sounds sexy. Sounds like This is the Discord News for this week. Bringing you all the news worth reporting from the virtual streets of Neo Chicago. Zwick used a podcast voice channel to play YouTube videos while falling asleep. They workshop this led shit. to shenanigans such as Slime the Garbage Man recording Zwick snoring as well as Ionet Runner playing sissy hypnotracks <laughs> to him. <laughs> this week we all mourn Dilbert Text who has not posted since Christmas and is presumed dead. Someone tell Asterios to bury his kid. <laughs> In an unexpected turn of events, Dilbert Tex showed up on January 5th and said that he's been awake for three straight days and won't be online for the next six months. Even though he isn't actually dead, he most certainly is dead inside. Rest in peace, Dilbert Tex. He will be missed greatly. In hashtag real music, an article was posted in which Little Peep was called This Generation's Nirvana. People immediately started shitting on both musicians before Sleep Science made the valiant effort to defend nice. Nirvana and Kurt Cobain to Nico and Grant, who banded together in shitting on him. Hell Sleep yeah. Science just can't stop taking L's. <laughs> in hashtag outrage, Grant talked about how stupid his gym's manager is. In his quest to piss off his manager as much as possible, he also succeeded in making him look stupid in front of all of his co-workers. Yes, I did. Go off, Bravo, King. Grant. Thank you. In what can only be described as faulty NPC programming, this week in hashtag GamerAmericans, Slime to Garbage Main posted a link to a Conker's plush doll twice, about two weeks apart, with identical comments following the link. <laughs> Nico also posted the same reply both times, which really just goes to show why being baked 24-7 could make you R-worded. Nothing worth reporting on or of any importance happened in hashtag RipPolitics this week. Thank Our you. remote reporter, New Year New Law Bear, continues to report on Grant's TikTok. Apparently, Grant is quite the hunk and has become a sex god over there. We will continue to belittle him and his calves here on Discord, though. Thank you. Grant looks pretty tight on TikTok. I'll admit that. Oh, yeah. And uh, Kevin showed up a couple of times. But, you know, he just shows up and pops in, says hi, then fucks off again. So nothing really (laughs) worth reporting on. This week's Discord news has been presented to you by IO Netrunner 2077 and Young Guacamole. Thank you, guys. Key to Alrighty. the city, those guys get. Yeah, great work. Yeah, um, I don't know who these people are in middle, but uh, yeah, it's they they really worked on that. Yeah, like I, they, you know, they've come, they've, you've come a long way. Uh, they, I love, I, I love the new stinger. Very catchy. <laughs> it's sort of like when we started Thought Cops, we didn't have a theme song, and then ten episodes in, we had a theme song. They've gone through two theme songs so far. True. <laughs> Hey, Thought Cops. Cashew here. Hey. I'm sure someone's making a Canadian joke right now, so I'll just get to the point. <laughs> My key to the city for this holiday season goes to Serial Law Obeyer in our Discord because he sold me his NES Classic for retail price so I could give it to my dad for Christmas. Oh, that's great. I didn't know about that. Because uh, I did not know that they stopped making them in 2019 <laughs> and they're like 150 to 200 bucks on ebay and i didn't want to pay that so uh yeah thanks serial law well, how much you pay he really liked I it he's very bad at the games i think it's normally 50 or <laughs> but something i mean he's a boomer who doesn't regularly play video games so yeah um 
I was thinking before I recorded this, it's been, a, it's been about a year since I joined the Discord, and I remember wanting to go to that live show, which that's been a year yeah. since then, too. Crazy. Come, come to the next God, one. God, I sure hope we have live events happening name? this year soon, or else I'm going to go crazy. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, I hope you guys had tolerable holiday seasons nope. christmases whatever <laughs> and uh, i'll see you around on the discord i mean yeah wonder woman Kay. came out so Bye. it's pretty chill thanks for the voicemail yeah thank you cashew i'm glad you finally called in she was always like i'm gonna leave one this week i'm gonna leave one this week and then finally she left one took her a year awesome i'm happy to see the hard work of you sort of getting your fans to contribute is really paying off and I want to say, I, want, I personally want to take full credit, uh, Grant and I, for our podcast. We made Cashew's Christmas Miracle happen. <laughs> if it, if it, obviously, if it wasn't for this podcast, these two people wouldn't have been able to come together and sell each other video games. So uh, thank you to us. Pat myself on the back for that. Yes, I actually did that. Yeah, I, I definitely, I heard something. So that, that, that adds up. That was, yeah. That was me congratulating myself. Uh, let's hit the next one here. Hey, Thought Cops. Wick told me to call in and rant about how much I fucking hate everyone, every single Discord server that Who decided to post the goddamn Majora's Mask Dawn of the Final Day 24 hours remain. Like, you're so fucking original. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You stole that shit from Twitter, you fucking bitch. Love you. Love like you, too. Yeah, I don't know who that was. I mean, th- she said Zwick told her to call in. And at first I was like, is this Zwick's mom again? But I'm like, I don't think she would call her son by his no, last name. I, I believe that that was the voice of uh, another artist that's within the realm of uh, podcast art. I believe that that was Baloney Pony. Oh, okay. I'm pretty well, sure. Uh, thank you for the voicemail, Baloney Pony. I want to agree with you. Uh, I, I'm actually surprised it's not something that's come up on the show before the dawn of the final day or like three days remaining, like, you know, from a like right. you said, Zelda Majora's mask. It's something you see posted in reference to like every event ever online. And every time it does massive numbers on Twitter, like oh. no one's ever seen it before. I'm a fan of it though. I mean, I know it's, it's whatever, but there's a certain level to me. That's like, yeah, Christmas happens every year. And every time there's some event, someone's going to post the Majora's Mask 24 hours remain thing. It's it, it's a sense of normalcy that I feel like I can reliably, you know, find comfort in, you know? Okay. So that like you find, you find comfort in all the things we tend to complain about on here. Yes. Okay. You know, I could see that. I mean, it, it brings us together every week. Right. It, and it, it makes sense in terms of like my uh, like weird addiction to um like uh like whatever it is like pain discomfort uh misery you know all that shit so i ordered some fucking something from from uh grubhub and i'm seeing this bullshit called the chicago tax or the chicago fee what the That's fuck right. is that yeah i saw that too recently like, is it not enough that they are you know um they have like those traffic cams now that if you're going over six miles per hour which um, um you're gonna get a ticket really you're trying to slice in even more money out of this man i'm gonna go to Lori lightfoot's house myself and parody 
right on the lawn. That's bullshit. That's uh, that's the thing that happens at my job all the time. We get a lot of customers either complaining or asking for clarification about the Chicago tax. And Chicago has the highest taxes in the nation. It's like if you, I can't say what job I work for just because that's not like right, right. allowed. Yeah, fair. But um, if you ever buy a product on my job's website, um, you are initially charged Illinois tax plus the price of the item, and then like a couple of days later, you're separately charged a Chicago tax because uh, you huh. just live in Chicago. <laughs> and uh, with Chicago taxes being ten point two five percent and the highest in the nation. That can be a real body blow to you know uh, to whatever you want to get to your finances. Is that a new tax that I'm because I haven't heard about this until exactly right now? Uh, it's definitely not new in my job. That's been going on the entire time I've worked huh. there. Um, yeah, I mean, this did sound a little bit more nuanced. I don't know what's going on in Nico's life because um, it was <sighs> too many like, of us. <laughs> 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 but you know. I, 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 that's the little bit of clarity that I can sort of lend to that is that it happens all the time and I got to warn my friends whenever they buy stuff about it. Yeah. Chicago's got to get, get our cut, baby. And by our, I mean the politicians uh, and none of us at all. Right. Exactly. Hey, Thought Cops. It's a Shogun of Sorrow. Hey. What's good with Jews? What's good with Jews? All right. <laughs> my two minutes of hate goes out to the people that insist on penning your dogs while you're out at the park. During a pandemic, I think that point speaks for itself. <laughs> Thank you. That's succinct. Uh, yeah, fair enough. I mean, I appreciate the succinctness. Yeah. Uh, brevity is the soul of wit. <laughs> it was pretty. Uh, it, it Like you said, it speaks for itself. Yeah. You know, nothing else needed to be added to that. It was the, the perfect voicemail in that regard. On that high note, uh, Tristan, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for coming into the show, man. I'm glad we could finally get it worked out. Same here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I am probably, yeah, I'm not the best podcast guest in history, but I do appreciate you all having me. Ah, you're great. Oh, yeah. Thank you. And uh, for anybody who wants to leave a voicemail of your own, again, give us a call, 312-788-7361, or send us an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com. If you feel like supporting the show, throw us a few bucks over at patreon.com slash thought cops. You can come hang out in the live chat. You can get access to all of our bonus content and all kinds of good stuff. So head on over there, support the show. We'll see you next time. See you, Space Cop. Space Cop.